0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Premed Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Premed Q&A brought to you by Blueprint Mcad. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you. What can I help you with today?
1: Well, I'm using a committee letter for my university. I'm getting okay. ready to apply to medical schools this cycle. Okay. And my universities told me, you know, that the letter isn't going to be ready until mid-June. Apparently, <laughs> this is something that they routinely do. They yep. routinely don't have the letters ready until after AMCAS opening day. And something else that is new this semester is that we are ending our spring later than normal. So because of the pandemic they decided not to start our spring semester until February. Okay. So I'm not even going to have my spring transcript until possibly later in June at the earliest. Yep. So I had really busted myself to try and get everything ready to submit as close to opening day as possible. You know, I took my MCAT my MCAT in January. I'm finished with my personal statement, finished with all my activity descriptions, got all my letters of recommendation <laughs> in, and I kind of got hit with this like, Oh my goodness. You mean I'm not going to be able to actually submit until mid-June? Yeah. And I was just wondering, you know, is there any way that I could submit my primary application without the committee letter or without my spring transcripts because I'm not exactly sure if that's a possibility or not.
0: Yeah. So easy answer for one, your application submission has nothing to do with letters of recommendations. So you can submit your application, your primary application, without having your committee letter turned in. On the medical school side of things, they are looking for primary, secondary, MCAT score, letters of recommendations typically to determine whether or not your application is complete. For submission of primary application, the committee letter doesn't affect that. So there's, there's no issue there. Mid-June is perfectly fine. It's definitely early enough in terms of the whole process. The spring grades may be a problem. The spring grades are an issue if you need them to show academic capability. If you are relying on those spring grades to show a continued upward trend because maybe you struggled early on, but now your your kind of trend over the last several semesters has going up and up and up and up, you may need those semester grades to have one more semester under your belt as close to a 4.0 as possible. For AMCAS, if you need that, then you'll have to wait. For ACOMIS and TMDSAS, what has historically been the process is you need those spring grades to submit your application. They are required by those applications. They may change this cycle because of what's happening with the pandemic, and they may see that a lot of schools have pushed back semesters and or quarters, and those grades are going to be a while to come in. Or they may go, you know what, it is what it is, just submit your application a little later. If your grades aren't in until mid-June, and you're submitting your application two weeks later than the application opens up, you are not hurting yourself. It's completely fine. I don't want you to stress out over a couple weeks. It's not going to hurt your grades. It's not going. I'm, you're, it's not going to hurt your your chances of getting into medical school. A couple weeks isn't bad. If the grades weren't coming back until the end of July, then we'll talk. I'm like that's that's maybe a little bit unacceptable. But mid June, end of June, you're going to be completely fine. You've done the hard work. Lean on that, accept that, and just go. You know what? There are some things I can't control. This is one of them. I'm just going to have to submit a little bit later. If you're only applying to AMCAS and you don't need the semester's grades in, submit your application and, and just put those as kind of future courses that that you're taking.
1: So just to reiterate, for AMCAS, would I be able to submit before my yes. spring grades came in? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. Yes. I talked to my um, pre-health advisor about possibly submitting early, but she said that medical schools don't like it if you submit without the committee letter or without the spring grades. Is there like some sort of bias?
0: Again, the committee letter has nothing to do with submitting your application. AMCAS, when you submit to AMCAS, the AAMC isn't waiting to make sure that you have all of your letters of recommendation in before they verify your application, before they review your application. Medical schools, once they get your primary application, will then send a secondary application to you. You fill out the secondary application. You write those extra essays. You submit that to the school. And then they'll go, okay, do you have your primary turned in? Yes, obviously. Do you have your secondary turned in? Yes, we got that. Do we have your MCAT score? Yes, we do. Do we have the letters that you have told AMCAS that you are giving to us, whether that's a committee letter or three individual letters or five individual letters, whatever it is that you put in AMCAS, do we have that? If we don't have that, not a problem. We'll just wait for that. And medical schools don't care if you have it in or not. Do not wait for that committee letter to submit your application if that's the only thing you're waiting for. If that advice is coming from your pre health office, it is bad advice. Submit your application before you have your letters, if that's the only thing you're waiting on. In terms of grades, again, I think it's a per student answer. For AMCAS specifically, a comas and TMDSAS, I'm pretty sure that it is required to have your spring grades in, assuming you're still in, in school, it is required to have those spring grade transcripts and those courses finalized in the application service and added onto the transcripts for verification purposes. For AMCAS, I'm pretty sure those aren't required. They are needed for students who need to overcome poor GPAs. But if you, if you have a 4.0 GPA and this next spring semester is just going to be another 4.0, I don't need those grades. You, you're already a, a great student. Does that make sense? So,
1: yeah, it does. Unfortunately, I'm not a
0: 4.0 GPA <laughs>
1: student, but I'm like maybe close to a 365 cumulative right now. Okay. Um, would you suggest waiting if like, I'm not taking that many courses this semester, but would you suggest How waiting many credits? like, Um, I believe it's 15.
0: Okay. So that's a lot of credits. And if you got a 4.0 this semester, what would that bring your GPA to?
1: I'm not sure. I feel like last semester I took the same amount of credits, got a 393 semester GPA, but only went up like barely a couple points. Like I went from a, a 364 to maybe a 365.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so, Matt. Uh yeah, and not that,
1: very much at all. Yeah.
0: And and that's common especially when you're later on in your academic career and you just have a lot of credits under your belt, right? That's just the way math works unfortunately. So yeah. the the question will come down and this is just some re- self-reflection that you have to do if if your grades are 2.0, 2.0, 4.0, 4.0, 4.0 then yeah, we're going to want that last semester in to show that continued improvement. If your grades are three, six across the board, then another three, six probably isn't going to help you. And so go ahead and submit. But it sounds like potentially you're needing that continued upward trend, even though it's not gonna move the needle a ton for your cumulative GPA, it will show a great upward trend then yeah, just just wait for those grades to come in. Again, waiting until mid-June or end of June isn't going to kill you.
1: I see. Yeah, I guess maybe it would, because I do have like a nice little upward trend, which I was happy about. So maybe it would be better to show a more continued upward trend rather than leave yeah. any question marks about how the semester turned out, assuming yep. I do well. <laughs>
0: exactly. And and we don't know what's going to happen, right? We're recording this right now, beginning of March, mid-March, or whatever, whatever day it is. And last year for the 2020-2021 application cycle, AMCAS pushed back the submission date to medical schools by a little over two weeks, I believe it was. So... Medical schools weren't getting applications until July 10th, I believe it was. Historically, they get it like the third week of June. Even if you submit June 1st, medical schools aren't seeing applications until about the third week of June. We may see the same thing this year. We don't know yet. I don't, I don't believe AMCAS or the WMC has mentioned if they're going to delay submission again to medical schools. They may medical schools may have a, a longer drawn out process this year. I wouldn't worry about it, right? There's nothing you can do about it. So why even worry about it?
1: I guess that's true. Well, thank you so much for like all of the guidance there. I didn't yeah. even think that to, after talking to my pre-med advisor that it was even a possibility, but I think I'll probably just end up waiting because like you said, I would want to have my spring grades in. Assuming yeah. they don't come in too late because I don't even know when they're going to be released. Estimating with Zoom, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure right now.
0: Yeah, F- figure out when that date is and, and then just don't worry about the committee letter. I mean, get the committee letter, but don't worry about if that's done and submitted before you can submit your application. Those Those are two very separate processes that don't rely on each other. Perfect. Any other questions?
1: Um, I believe that's it. I'm just working on, you know, getting a school list together, figuring out where I want to apply. And mm-hmm. I guess this is, I guess, maybe kind of an exciting time Yeah, figuring out hopefully which one of these schools is going to work out for me.
0: Yeah, that's that's the, the fun part of this process is doing a lot of research into the schools, figuring out what each individual school, what their mission is, what their vision is what types of students they're potentially looking forward to see where you are going to fit and be a great student.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you very much. This was very informative.
0: So I I want to, to ask uh, before we end here, you use free resources from Blueprint and, and eventually, I believe, even more uh, more of their full-length exams. I've, for the longest time, because of students like yourself and and students on Reddit who say that Blueprint exams are the second-best exams out there behind the AMC. what was that um, experience like for you using their diagnostic and using their full-length exams?
1: Well, it's very nice that they have a free um, diagnostic or a free, well, not or, and a free full length exam. Yeah. So low commitment right off the bat, especially for students who might not have as much money to spend on resources. And I'm of course, very appreciative for mm-hmm. that. I'm always recommending people to at least try out the diagnostic. Yeah. Um, that's what I did starting out. And I think it was very great to be able to see their, um, their analytics when you get back your diagnostic or one of your full lengths. I think that it's very difficult to review your exams afterwards, or at least it was for me. When I was taking Kaplan full lengths, there wasn't as much information when you get your test score back. So I had to spend more time reviewing and that was difficult. But for a blueprint, I could see, oh, this is not only, of course, how many you get wrong, but for example, oh, I like changed the answer from right to wrong this many number of times. <laughs> I changed the answer from wrong to right this many of times. Or yeah. this is how many people got this question wrong. It's, um, it's a, a lot of really great analytics that can help you figure out how to move in the right direction. Yeah. So, I liked it so much. I purchased a few additional full lengths afterwards after I used the free ones and I think it was a wise investment and I'm happy that the MCAT process is fortunately over, (laughs) It's over, but I'm thankful that Blueprint was a part of it.
0: Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page. Be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net/slash group.